Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. Happy MLK Day, celebrating the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. We have got a great show in store for you. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to share with you about one of our amazing sponsors, BetterHelp. When you are at your best, you're more likely to feel empowered to make a difference in the world, right? But sometimes life gets you bogged down, me too. And you may feel overwhelmed, me too, or like you're not showing up in a way that you want to. I get it. A helpful way to get closer to the mentally and emotionally healthiest version of yourself is seeing a therapist. I see my counselor regularly, and she's been such a helpful voice in my decision-making processes over the years. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash That Sounds Fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash that sounds fun. And today on the show, I get to talk with my friend, Tony Collier. Tony Collier is a hope coach and the founder of Broken Crayon Still Color, an international women's ministry that helps women process their brokenness and reclaim hope. She's a popular speaker, consultant, also teaches regularly at Story Church Atlanta, the church founded by her husband, Sam Collier. Y'all remember Sam? He's a friend of the pod who joined us back on episode 301. And we talk a lot about their story of leading Story Church in Atlanta. In her new book, Brave Enough to be Broken, How to Embrace Your Pain and Discover Hope and Healing, Tony draws from her remarkable story. Y'all are going to be blown away by some of her story. And she shares practical steps and personal experiences and biblical wisdom that really helped me and helps all of us process our brokenness. She is a real one, and I am so excited for you to get to know her today. I adore her so much. So here's my conversation with my friend, Tony Collier. Tony Collier, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Finally. Finally. I've arrived. No, I made it. That, well, listen, I've laid out the red carpet because we <gasps> need you. Like, oh. I'm sorry. It's taken us this many years. It's been... <laughs> so sorry. You're the missing puzzle piece that makes us complete. 
Here we are. Thank you. I received that. I'm a puzzle beast. Can we talk back about when we met? Do you remember oh. our meal? I do remember Nashville. Yes, you were, and you and Sam were just dating, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, y'all weren't even. I don't even think y'all were engaged yet. No, no. But you, I've I'd known Sam for probably three years before that, and I thought he has found the female version of himself. Well, you're welcome. Okay, (laughs) I got a little nervous. I got a little nervous at first because you know he's adopted. So I was like, "Now, do we need to check just to make sure we're not related?" (laughs) I'm still gonna marry you, but we could. We we gotta know. (laughs) We gotta know at least. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, did you tell me about when y'all met? Did you think it the same wild. thing? Oh, hundred percent. We even laughed the same. And it was just like, what, mm-hmm. what are you, stop, what are you doing? Why, did, yeah. why, why are you me? Why are you me? And then reality hit and we're like a lot alike on the outside, but not alike <laughs> on the oh, inside. Okay. The way we process information. I mean, it was wild. We were like, but wait, you, you're me. Why are you acting this way? Yeah. It was like, oh, you're not. Yeah. Okay. So y'all just kind of have the same expression of life, but right. different uh, processing of life. Oh my gosh. So vastly different. What percent of that did you figure out in dating? Not a lot. Okay. Yeah, it was, not, that's it was what I've a, heard. a negative 3%. Okay. We were like, honeymoon phase. I love you forever. We're the same soulmates. Uh-huh. And then we got married and it's almost like it manifested as soon as we left wow. the wedding. Okay. Really? We like, oh, dang it. Yeah. It was wow. weird. When you and Sam met, you already have a daughter who is one of my closest friends. Kate. I adore her. <laughs> we love she each other you. so much. I've worked so hard to make her be my friend. It is. <laughs> I know. I have. I really earned it. You I think. Sent her things. I, I know. mailed her things. Yeah. <laughs> It's the best. So what's it like? So many of our friends listening are single parents. Yeah. Um, what is it like bringing a daughter mm. into a marriage? All right. I'm going to sum it up for you right quick. Dylan told me one day, this was maybe about, I don't know, nine months into us being married and then moving her in because that was a whole process. I was like living in two spaces, trying wow. to, it was just a lot. Um, but Dylan looked me in the eye one day and she says, mom, I'm going to marry Mr. Sam. Okay. <gasps> Straight up. She's like, I'm going to marry Mr. C. And I said, okay, we have a lot of explaining to do right uh-huh, now. But she uh-huh. just, she completely adored him. Yeah. And on one end, it's a gift because it's like, praise God. She loves like my yeah. new boyfriend. That's now my new husband. But on the other side, it's the shadow side because it's the fact that Sam can't fill her dad's bucket. He has his own separate bucket. And so it's just this bittersweet balance of making sure she has her bucket filled by her dad, like her Mm -hmm. biological dad, and then also that we play a role in figuring out how Sam fills his. But it's it's beautiful and it's quirky and it's weird. And I don't think it's all the way how God intended it to be in perfection, but he blesses it and he does a work through it and it's beautiful. Yeah. And your book that came out last fall, Brave Enough to be Broken, which I think everyone needs to read. You talk about this. So I'm excited for people to read it. But also, how do you decide what is public with an ex Mm -hmm. that's the father of your daughter and what is private? Because even as people are listening, we've had Prince Harry release a book that has really private things that maybe not everyone agreed to that we don't know. We don't know all the details, but how do you do that? How do you write like that for our friends that are listening that may want to write about their ex-husband or ex-wife? 
Yeah, we get asked this all the time, especially by women that go through our courses on healing. Yeah. And it's this whole idea. I mean, I've even wrestled with it with my mom, who I've sure. got some, you know, real pain from. And she's just like, don't say that about me, girl. And I'm mm -hmm. like, it is truth. I think there is a balance in having discernment and praying about it and also being in a healed place yourself. The way wow. that I used to talk about my ex before I got healing and went to counseling, oh my goodness. I mean, it right. was ratchet. It was borderline hatred, hate speech, like uh -huh. deformation of character type thing. When I myself, honestly, earned or I not earned, myself, right? Sometimes it's earned. <laughs> it is. Okay. Well, I, it came from a really bitter, broken place. Mm. When I pressed into the healing and said, man, this was really painful, but I'm going to look it in the eye and say, you don't have any control over my life anymore, yeah. pain. Yeah. I'm going to find hope from this. Then it started coming from a place of hope and a place of redemption and a place of real honesty. And people can tell the difference. Like yeah. the people that follow us, hear our voices, the people that call us leaders, they can tell the difference between like you just popped off on the live, okay, mm -hmm. on your ex. And there's redemption here. There's real work here. There's real honor here and respect. Yeah. And I think that's just a key thing. I think it's so important. I found this in my writing too, that if you write to be healed, oh. that should be your journal. Oh, freak. Right? <laughs> that, but if you're writing from a healed place, that can be a book. Dang it. Quote that. <laughs> Somewhere. Dang it. That's because, so good. Is, I mean, is that true for you? That's true for me it's is a, I need to write to be healed, but that's not often what people need to read. Ooh, it's so good. And it's literally, I'm in this season right now writing my second book. And I've had to go back to my publisher, back to my agent and say, hey, remember that one time I said I was going to write about this? Well, I can't because I'm not all the way healed from it. Wow. And it's not that I haven't arrived because we never arrived, but it's, there's a place that we, we know mm -hmm. it. There's a hope-filled place that doesn't say like, I'm so healed from this. I'm all perfect. It says I've been on a healing journey enough to come from yes. a hopeful place. Yes. And I've had to like literally take back a whole book that I was writing. Wow. How many words mm -hmm. had you done? Or did you I just give them the <laughs> well, I did a whole outline. I hired a writing oh. coach, honey, paid oh. them dollars, did a whole outline, got the chapter titles. I mean, ready. And I was like, I'm sorry. Well, here comes book three. We all right. We can wait for it. <laughs> we can wait for it. Wait for later. An example someone gave me that has helped me a lot is you don't see people on Instagram telling us about Disneyland that haven't been there. Now, it doesn't mean they know everything to eat or have ridden every ride, Come on. but Come on. I don't need an influencer telling me where to go in Disneyland if they've never been there. This right? is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Right. You don't but know. You don't have to be perfect. You yeah. There, but you don't have to be perfect. You That's don't have to good, be Andy. perfect. You That's don't have to know good. everything, but you got to have at least shown up at Disneyland. And That's right. For us, Disneyland is counseling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. You have I had mean, to be redeemed by the magic. That's okay? where my Disneyland budget has gone is to counseling. Okay. I hope my counselor is enjoying her boat because I'm sure she's bought one at this point. <laughs> Freaking yacht. No, mine got a yacht. Right. Get a little measly boat. This is with P. Diddy and them on the yacht. Listen, okay. the first Wednesday of 2023, I I got two text messages that came in about 10 minutes apart. One, a person looking for personal counseling. One, a person mm. looking for marriage counseling. And, and and one doubled up with, and our kids need something too. I'm like, man, Ooh, everybody's seeing it. We're seeing it's it. It's time. It's just yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, there's someone listening who needs to hear. It's just time. And it's just, and, and it's okay. Like, yeah. it's all good. We didn't yeah. all subscribe to the beach body thing. We all yeah. did Insanity and P90X and almost lost our entire lives and broke our bodies. <laughs> Thank like, you. 75 did, okay? hard. What are y'all doing? What, what are, are you doing? doing? Okay. <laughs>
So, I mean, I just want to be the person that says three months from now, I tried to work on my healing. Like, yeah. I tried to work on my body and yes. I tried to work on everything else. Yes. I just, I just want to be that person. Like, yes. at least I tried. Yes. Okay. I literally said to someone this morning on a call, I said, my goal isn't to be different. My goal is to say I tried to be different. Oh, my like goodness. my confidence will come from trying versus oh, succeeding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. And as like a fellow achiever, it's that's one of the things that I've had to give grace to myself for is mm-hmm. trying matters. Yeah. Looking into pain matters. Yes. Like we write about it in the book, this idea of like getting on your knees and being ratchet by crying and snot all yes. over the place. Like those types of things pressing into the pain, like it really matters that we try. It yeah. really does. Yeah, that's right. And so what you mentioned the courses y'all have on healing. Will you tell me more about that? There's all kinds of things going on, Annie. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. All right. We we wrote a course. It's called the Hopeful Woman Course. Wow. And someone was like, why didn't you write it the Healed Woman Course? Because, again, we ain't never arrived. But also, yeah. I think that the real catalyst to healing is getting to a more hopeful place. I yeah. think hope is the antidote. I because hope says that it at least it can get better. Right. When you when you don't have hope, when I've been in moments of suicidal ideation and thoughts, it is when I thought it couldn't get better. Mm-hmm. But as long as I've got hope tethered to me, yeah, I'm here and I'm trying and I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. And I believe in my heart that it can and will get better. Yeah. And so we created this course and we walk with women for six months. Wow. Month by month, call by call. And we walk with them alongside their healing journey. We never claim to be experts, but we do say, hey, maybe you should look at your friends and yeah. how toxic they are. Maybe you mm. should transition them to other spaces that are more safe for you. Maybe it's time for you to go to counseling, but like actually do counseling well. Like yeah. do your homework when your yeah. counselor says it. Yeah. Or if you don't love that counselor, it's okay to date before you marry a counselor. Yep. Hypothetical here. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, like it's it's all about how you go through the healing journey. And so, yeah, we have a course on it. We walk women through it, about 100 women a year. And it's hard, but it's beautiful work. So which came first, the course or the book? The course. Really? I felt like I could not write words that would last until eternity if I didn't actually like do the work first, mm. do the work for yeah. myself, walk other women through the work, prove that it actually can be done. We have a 97% yes. more hopeful rate of wow. women that go through this course yeah. and they feel more hopeful about their lives. Um, and so then we wrote the book and a lot yeah. of the content in Brave Enough to be Broke in the book comes from the course. Brilliant. So yeah. there's a there's a lot of wisdom to... If I feel like I want 2023 to be different and I have just got to get hope to either recover from what has happened in a um, macro or micro way, either a lot of little stabs or one big something, let's go for hope. Let's read the book. Let's do the course. Let's do it. Wow. Let's go. When did you shift from being the person who needed hope to the person who could teach people how to find it? Oh, freak. (laughs) I think I'm going to cry. I have the chills. And I'm sweating too at the same time. I don't know how that works. My pits are wet. Um, woo, that's so good. I've never been asked that before. I, I think there was a moment after. Actually, I got remarried. I got with Sam, and a lot of people think that you know you you get out of divorce. I, I was in a marriage, very toxic, a lot of abuse in it. You get out and you go down this journey of like dating someone and you're like, yay, my life has changed. Actually, that was like the honeymoon phase. Yeah. When we got re- when we got married and when we really started to do life together and I started having anxiety attacks and all the trauma started to leak, that was around 27. And I went to counseling and I realized that I had just replaced all of the materialistic things and I hadn't actually healed from the inside out. Oh, wow. And I was leaking on everything. Mm. 
after I started going that journey, counseling was great. I was like, yes, I'm doing the thing. But I had to go even deeper and do EMDR. I had to do some trauma treatment from some I've past. I've heard about EMDR. I haven't done it, Whoa, but I've heard it's legit because it's it connects your body, right, with Look, your emotions. Here it is at the end of the day. It is almost like our life is a bookshelf. And if we're looking at our story from left to right, we've got all these books, chapter one, two, three of our lives. Trauma is like if you take a book and you don't pull it all the way off the bookshelf, but you just pull it out a little bit, uh -huh. there's a riff that now happens in our story. Uh -huh. So now when we tell our story, when we live our story, there's a riff. Trauma treatment goes back and pushes the book in. Wow, that's good. And that's that. After trauma treatment is when I felt like I had actual hope because some things wow. were reconciled. My neuropathic pathways started to heal for real, for real. Mm -hmm. And I, I was able to tell my story more clearly without all these rifts. Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment where I was like, freak, everybody needs this. Yeah. Everyone needs to access hope. Everyone needs to access counseling. Everyone needs to know what it feels like to transition toxic community and then pray for God to give you some new friends, even though it's super awkward as an adult yeah. to be like, you want to go play? Okay. Yeah. Everyone needs it. And it was from that place that I started Broken Crayons Still Color and the courses and all the things. Why did you name it Broken Crayons? Shoot, child. Well, Dylan, your BFF forever, yes. my daughter. One day, sis was just coloring 64 box of crayons. I gave her the whole thing. She broke them all. She did a little mirage of sorts on the wall. Mm -mm. And it was also that night that I was pleading with God because I was a single mom yeah. and I didn't know what my future held. I knew it wasn't church anymore because I was like, them suckers ain't going to take me back. I'm divorced. Like, it's crazy. And it was that night I was praying to God and I literally was scrolling on Instagreasy and I saw a little graphic that says broken crayons still color. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what a God wink. Like my kid broke all these crayons. She's yeah. still coloring. God's looking at me saying, girl, are you crazy? Like yeah. I do my best work in the broken places. And so that's why I named it that. And so <laughs> in that, Sam comes along, never married, <gasps> right? Nope, never married. And I was like, no unless kids. there's something, I don't know. Yeah. Surprise. Uh, surprise. And so what does it feel like mm -hmm. to marry someone who's never been married? To bring oh, this trauma and these bookshelves that are different than the books that are pulled out on his bookshelf. They're not. Ooh. Did you have to reconcile that a little bit with yourself? My first counseling session, okay, and my first counseling run, I call them, because we have different runs in counseling when you have yeah. like a lot of trauma like me in my past. And so my first run was all around insecurity. Wow. And I read this book, uh, Beth Moore, it's called So Long Insecurity, Ooh, Your Bad Friend to Us. It's no joke, that book. Oh, it's it's spicy. Uh -huh. It's spicy. And we realized in my counseling session that one of my most insecure hotspots was my marriage, my new marriage. Because wow. you've got this guy who's like in ministry. He knows Annie F. Downs. He's like living his best life. You know, he has no kids. He's like, I mean, like unblemished in my mind. Wow. And what had happened was not only had I become super insecure, I also placed him in the savior space. And a lot wow. of divorced women do that. We find a new person and they become our saviors. And it really crushed Sam because no one should be our idol mm -hmm. except for God. And so that had happened and we had to process through that, rest his little soul, poor thing. Lord, I don't even know how he's still here, Sam, poor thing. <laughs> it's, I mean, it was just hard. He was just yeah. like, why can't I go on a trip for two days? And I was like, cause you're abandoning me. He's like, okay, wow. all right. Wow. But there was a process there. There was healing there. There was honestly forgiveness that had to be there even for him. And um, yeah, it sucked, yeah. but we're better now. It's so healing to hear people talk about this because on the yeah. other side, listening to us are men and women who've never been married, are men yep. and women who are married and are living amongst singles and divorced friends. 
And there are men and women who are divorced who are wondering. I mean, a couple of things that divorced people have to think about. And I am thinking about as a person in our age bracket that's not married is what Jesus says about divorce. Yeah. So what did you do with that? (laughs) Listen to me. That was such a hard one. I grew up Catholic. Yeah. So divorce in itself was like, it's going to be a no. Like you ride this freaking thing out. But I also grew up with a mom who had been in an abusive marriage and had taken her son out, escaped, and went to a safe place and remarried my dad. Got it. So not only did I believe that God had grace and even mercy for me, but I saw it already. Yeah. I saw the fruit of what it looks like for my mom to literally flee a state and go to a different state and Uh God to bring my dad into his life and me be the product of the very thing that I'm going through. So you can't tell me, honey, okay? Right. Otherwise, because I've lived it and I've seen it and I'm a product of it. And the truth is, I have saved at least one person. Let me just say that. Somebody's going to heaven because of what I've done. I would not be on this earth if my mom didn't marry my dad, didn't get remarried for the second time. Come on. Like, God brings light to everything. Yes. He brings light to everything, even when we make the wrong mistake. And so I think the question that we should be asking is not like, what's wrong? What's right? It's what can God redeem when it's wrong? Oh, what, can wow. God, what, what can God redeem? Yeah. What can he actually redeem in our lives? Because trust me, I'll be thinking about twerking all the time and getting drunk and sliding down the pole. Uh-huh, okay. Now, uh-huh. I don't think I should do that. Right. But if I ever did, and I have in the past, I know that God can redeem it because I've lived it. Yeah. What can God redeem in our lives? That's yes. what we should be asking, you know? Yes. And how can we be part of redemption stories? Yes. 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 Not condi- not condemnation stories. Okay. Oh, say that. Redemption stories. Yes. That's what I want to be a That's part it. of. Yeah, absolutely. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Rocket Money. Are you looking to manage your budget better and save money this year? The answer is yes for all of us. Rocket Money is here for you. It used to be called Truebill, so you may know it as that, but Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions and monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they have forgotten about, you guys. 80% of us. That probably means you, and it for sure means me. Like that stream service you bought to watch just one show or a free trial that you never even used, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you and then make canceling as simple as the click of a button so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. They will cancel for you, which is awesome. You don't have to deal with long hold times with customer service or all the emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving an average person up to $720 a year, you guys. Well, I know I have subscriptions that I've let slide and I've forgotten about, and that's mortifying to me, y'all, especially if we can average persons getting $720 a year. If you're with me on that, let Rocket Money come to your rescue, too. Stop throwing away your money, you guys. No more. There's too much fun to be had with all those extra savings. So cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash that sounds fun. That's rocketmoney.com slash that sounds fun. Rocketmoney.com slash that sounds fun. And I want to tell you about another one of our incredible partners, Pros. Most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. Switching to a custom routine from Pros is one of the best things I've done for my hair, and the results I'm seeing just keep getting better. My hair is shinier and thicker and more manageable than it's ever been, and I credit my Pros shampoo and conditioner. They created a unique formula from my answers to their in-depth hair quiz. Y'all know we love a quiz around here, and that's how I got started, and that's how you can too. Join the over 
one million people who've gotten consultations on everything from the climate where you live, the issues you have with your hair, your hair type and texture, your eating habits. They analyze 85 personal factors and then handpick clean ingredients to get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. My favorite feature is Pros' review and refine tool, which lets me tweak my formulas for any reason in case I change up my address or my hair color or even my diet. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral, which I love. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. So take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. And remember all the links to our sponsors to our newsletter, the AFD Week in Review, our book of the month, the transcript of the show and more are available in our show notes. So be sure to check those out. Just trying to make things a little easier for you where we can. And now back to our conversation with Tony Collier. The book's been out for about six months. What has the response been like? Okay, it's been kind of cray-cray. The craziest thing is when someone messages you, emails you, texts you and says, I just finished your book. And I'm like, dang, you read the whole thing, bro? You read the whole thing? But it's not even that. Like, that's like the, I don't know, the materialistic thing. That's like the, the whatever. What actually is amazing, what makes me cry, is when people say, I just read your book and I'm ready to heal now. Yes. What yes. in the world? You mean to tell me that women out there in the world, and there's even been men that have read the book, are now going to be a more whole version, a more healed yeah. version of themselves because of what I was willing to disclose, because it's a lot of my business, yes. all my business. Oh, literally. But also, it it then transfers to look at what God did. Yeah. Look at what God did that somebody was sitting on their couch during Christmas and they saw an ad from yes. HarperCollins Publishing yes. and it was my book and they got it and they read it and and now the generations will be changed because yeah. of it. That's oh right. man. That's it. Frick. I mean that and and what people are looking for is I want to read a book written by someone like me and you yeah. tick off so many boxes. You've been single, <laughs> so many. you've been married, you've been divorced, you're a mom, you're a woman, you're a black I've woman. I've been twerking. You're, yeah, I've I mean you twerking. have a you have a we all have a past. You have a past. I've been doing you're drugs. married to a pastor. <laughs> I mean, you've got like, you check off so many boxes. I know. And so I know. that's what I think is amazing is that yeah. you had this option to say, I am all these things that I don't want anyone to know, yeah. or I am all these things that I wonder if you would say me too. Mm. And so you, I, in our friendship, you've done that for me, but you've just been really generous publicly with yeah. this is all of who I am that is appropriate yeah. to share. And yeah. so I just, I love that. Thank There's you, not a question Annie. there. It's just how I feel about you. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> and so you're, you're writing books. You've got the courses. You're raising yeah. a daughter and a son. I mean. I almost could cry right now. He's, he's so, so cute. cute. It blows me away. Yeah. It blows me away. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to leave the house ever. Yes. I just want to look at him in the face all day. I want to watch him sleep, Annie. How old is he okay? now? Okay. How many months? Six months. Oh my gosh. So the book and the baby were born like minutes apart. Listen to what I'm saying to you. There's a few (laughs) mistakes that I've made in this world. All right. Smoking weed was one of them. I mean, so many things. Sure. But birthing a baby and a book baby at the same time. Top of the list right now. Top Top of the list. list. Things we don't recommend. And there's only one you can really control. Move that book. 
As they say, move, move that book. <laughs> Why didn't I move the book? Why didn't I move the book? I ask myself that question all the time. Yes. Praise God for his grace. His mm -hmm. grace. It was tough. It was super yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. What's Sam yeah. like uh, as a dad? I mean, he was it, dadding it, Dylan, but now he's got Sam oh, Jr. Oh. Here's the thing. First of all, Sam is very timid. Let me just say that. He did not hold him for the first 24 hours. He was Stop. like, he is, he is fragile. He's like, I, I just, let me, he's like, let me just get my bearings. Literally, Sam can't stare at Sammy for more than I would say about 45 seconds before he starts to tear up. I believe it. It is like, it's beautiful. Yeah. He's, you know, Sam's adopted. My husband's adopted. The redemption story through that is crazy and wild. Yeah. And I think now the redemption story through like looking at your flesh and blood, a relative yes. of yours. Oh, it's wow. really magical. It's yeah. really, really beautiful. It's and so he's, cool. he's so perfectly, I mean, y'all y'all both are, but he's so perfectly placed. And as an adopted son, he knows how to be a stepdad. Yes. And as an adopted son, he has the gift of having a blood relative uh, and his son. I and Sammy. Know. Get out of here. That's so fun. It's the best. Because meanwhile, the other part people should know is meanwhile, you're having a baby, you're birthing a book, and you are pastoring a Hillsong church that Ugh. you very suddenly have to remove from Hillsong and replant. Listen, dude, that was a roller coaster. It was a quick ride, let me tell you that, but a roller coaster nonetheless that we oh had to get gosh. off of. It was crazy. As you know, we were at North Point for seven years yeah. under Andy Stanley. We w felt the call to plant a church, and Andy Stanley was just like, I think you guys want to plant a different type of church than a North Point church. Like, I think it's yeah. just different. So Andy hopped on our board, helped out all the things. They've been so supportive in everything, even the transitions. And so we started praying, God, we don't want to like just plant a church out of the blue. We yeah. want to like do it underneath a covering. We want to cover. Okay, because yeah. we're crazy. Well, we go to all these different people, and Brad Lominick says, you should try Hillsong. It sets yeah. up a meeting. We're like, okay, great. We set up a meeting. We meet some people. We're like, yes, this is amazing. They announce us in October of 2020, which is a crazy year already. Right. And six days later, scandal comes out. We say, okay, what just happened? Yes. And it was devastating yeah. for so many reasons because – we had only experienced a beautiful relationship, a beautiful ministry yeah. in Hillsong. Yeah. And so we're just like newcomers. And the truth is you can't build something new with baggage, wow. especially baggage that's not yours. Wow. And so we had to transition out and it just sucked. I mean, it tore no, us up. We were like, no. we found a family. We have people. Yay. Yeah. And that's just kind of how God wrote that story. He wrote it to launch his Hillsong. And what's crazy is our first initial idea was Story Church. Yeah. And we brought Story Church to Hillsong. And we're like, hey, we just kind of want to be like a affiliate church. Like yeah. we want to call it Story Church. We ended up calling it Hillsong Atlanta. And now we're back to Story the Church. Story Church. <laughs> I know. And Sam's been running a greater story ministry and podcast. For years and, and years and years and years. And that is the thing is you're like, I man, know. the Lord has been telling one story this whole time. Yeah. And now y'all yeah. running Story Church in Atlanta. And I mean, Christmas That's Eve crazy. was massive. Y'all had okay, so many people happened. there. So many people there. So many children. It, It's just crazy. It's crazy because... Some people would look at our story and be like, now, wait, did you guys miss God? And trust me, there's been many times where we have like prayed like, Lord, what happened? Yeah. Was it not Hillsong? Was it our own fault? And 
the truth is like we just would not have written this story any other way. Yeah. Sam's leadership, what he's done, what it means to build a church, number one during COVID, to build a church that, th that you didn't have to detach from a massive brand yeah. and then rename and relaunch and for it to be healthy yeah. and thriving. Like that says something about Sam's leadership. It says yes. something about his willingness and vulnerability to be healthy, to have leaders, like just, I mean, leaders in place that are doing such a great job and for it to be growing yeah. and it'd be thick up in there. Where are y'all meeting like now? Club. I know. Are y'all- The Woodruff Art Center. Oh, wow. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes. It's stunning. It's crazy. Yeah. Everything's crazy. Sam was on when the church launched and yeah. on the show and originally when it launched with Hillsong and y'all were meeting at yeah. the opera club, right? That I, you were meeting at the club. Listen, it was a disco I used ball to love over the, that place when I lived in Atlanta. I smoked weed. Yeah. I smoked weed in club <laughs> opera. And then I preached <laughs> like five years later from oh, the same stage. I was no. like, this is redemption. Yeah. Oh, what did it feel like? Freaking amazing. And, and I remember wild. getting up. I got up and I got up in front of the whole congregation. I said, I just want you to know in that cabana over there, your yeah. girl was rolling up, licking a blunt and smoking weed. Yeah. And look at what God has done. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Come on. Those are you best stories. Are you preaching at Story Church as well? I actually am preaching this Sunday, which when this comes out will be yesterday. So yeah, yeah. I get to preach. It's awesome. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about preparing for sermons. Is it is it Ooh, different child. when you're teaching at home than when you're traveling and teaching other places? Oh, 100%. Here's the For vain thing. It's like, well, you can't do the same message. I no. <laughs> tell you that much, not no. to the same community. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, I just got my seminary degree in biblical and theological studies from Denver. And first of all, I'm so glad I did that. I yeah. did it retroactively. So I was already working in ministry, but yeah. just, I mean, Andy, one of our mentors, Andy Stanley was yes. like, go deep, not wide. Yep. And what I loved about it is that when you write a message for a community that you steward, there's just a depth there's an intimacy about it that is it's just like no other. Yeah. I mean, you're coming in warm. People know you. They yeah. love you. They're friends with you. You know about their kids. You know about the miracles needed in the audience. Mm -hmm. And you just preach differently. And you know yeah. that with Crosspoint. Like, yeah. You just preach differently to the yeah. people who you know deeply. So yeah. I love it. It's awesome. I love it, too. And, and my, one of my favorite things is a large amount of Crosspoint does not know my job. And they oh, just think, uh, does she work here at Crosspoint? I'm like, no, I'm just on the teacher. But I, you're gonna, I'll tell this story so quick. But uh, when I went to Israel with some Crosspoint friends in October, yeah. one of the guys comes up to me maybe on day three, and he's like, "How do you know my aunt Pam?" And I was like, I, I have no idea how I know. And he said, she just texted me and said, "You're on a trip with me. How do you know her?" And I was like, How do you know Auntie Pam? I said. Scott, do you know my job? <laughs> and Scott said, no. He said, no. I just thought you I must have known my Aunt Pam. She lives, she lives a couple hours away, so I couldn't figure it out. I said, and his wife is like, coffee? I've got it. I need you to tell Scott tell what him. you do. <laughs> I know it's amazing. I, I, love, I love that feeling. I know. I love to be unknown. I, I mean, I just love it. And it's, it's a little different because I'm a pastor's wife. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I preach from the stage. Like, yeah. Guys, we have to take these pedestals down. Yeah. Like, we have yeah. to. We talk about that very publicly yes. as story. Yes. We just, we don't play that whole, like, oh, we got the green rooms and the, right. no, no, no. We right. don't do that. We right. come to worship. We be all slain in the spirit right there at that altar. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's just great. a beautiful, it's, it's a totally different honor to yeah. get to serve the people you sit with every other Sunday. <sighs> You know, I just love it. I just love, I love it. it. I love it so Go Jesus. much. <laughs> Go, Go Jesus. Jesus. Go Jesus. Um, 
Okay, the other real real we got to talk about is well, Still Coloring Podcast. Welcome to oh. podcasting. I'm so glad you're doing it through Free. Ivy Media, which is an amazing yeah. network full of shows that we love. Yeah. Okay, tell me why why a podcast? Why would you even want to? It's so crazy that you asked this. Sam reminds me all the time, unfortunately, that I said very vehemently, I'm not writing a book ever. Oh, and I'm cute. never going to do a podcast. Cute, 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 cute. I mean, he's like, remember that day? I said, uh, th thank you, thank you. <laughs> I just, I mean, there's so many layers to it. I just didn't understand how God would use my voice in that way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I preach from stages. Like, that's it. Like, it's yeah. all good. What I have learned through podcasting has been just amazing. I remember Jamie sitting down with me and saying, listen, Tony, I really think you'd be good at this. Like, yes. I really think it's awesome. And yes. it is way less about you and what you can pull out of your guests and mm. what your audience needs in different ways and different packages. Yeah. And so I, I said, well, let's try season one. Let's just see. And if yeah. don't nobody listen, then I'm not doing no more. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's great. And we did it at 30,000 downloads later. I mean, yeah. it just... It just was beautiful. Yes. And, and it's the same thing. It's, oh my gosh, I found you through this podcast. I'm like, sis, I've been on the you version app. I've been on Instagram. <laughs> I've been on Instagram. What you mean? I found, I love podcasting. Right. It's a yeah. whole different audience. And I'm so glad that you did this podcast. I mean, I have messages and screenshots. Yeah. Now I know what healing looks like. Now yeah. I feel brave enough to heal. Oh my gosh, I've never heard of you. I'm like, well, dang it. Okay. <laughs> and so it's been life changing. It really, really has. And I'm going to keep doing it. I'm in season two right now. Yeah. And I don't know how y'all do it, Andy. I, I truly do not. Listen. You got more than one. I don't even know. You're just talking all day. <laughs> oh, listen, I throat lozenges beside me. We had, had, a, had a moment this morning Jesus. where I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this, you guys. <laughs> Jeez. But, it I is mean, it's hard. You and I Kudos both, to you. for a lot of our work, just like an athlete, we actually yep. have to treat our voices like the muscle that we have to keep oh, 100%. trained. 100%. Yeah, all so the time. I have, and, I have a, and that means sometimes I have to be quiet. And I don't yeah. like that. Well, sometimes <laughs> on tour, it's really funny because on tour, people like people that are out with me will be like, "You, you have to get in your bunk and stop talking." Yeah, I like, mean, there was one time where everyone stopped talking, and they were like, "We aren't saying anything else until you leave." <laughs> I was like, this is, my FOMO is raging. And the tour manager said, we told you you could stay if you would stop talking and you wouldn't. So you now wouldn't. you have to leave. You have to go. <laughs> Bye, girl. Get out the little yeah. bus. You got to go. Yeah. So they I just, know. I mean, it, sleeping is really the best way for me to protect my voice. It is my only <laughs> um, New Year's resolution this year is I have to sleep more. Sleep more. Yeah. You can take naps. I know. Too. I know. I, because do I don't have a little Sammy yet, except my nephew Sammy, but I don't have a little Sammy <laughs> that keeps me up or wakes me up. God. I can, I can pursue sleep at my leisure. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> What's it like to not have sleep? Because you got a Dylan. Uh -huh. And a Sammy I, and a Sam. Now listen, can I be honest? We don't play about the sleep training over here. Really? Little Sammy it? has been sleeping from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. since he was two months. Call me. <laughs> Send me an email if you need some help. Make a course. <laughs> make a course for people. I need to make a course. I need to make a course. How to make babies, it. how to make Christian babies sleep. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Holy, holy. <laughs> Jesus loves me. I forgot yes to ask no. you what Dylan thinks of little Sammy. First of all, the first two weeks, she goes, I'm jealous. I said, thank oh, you for naming that. Thank you for naming that. We incorporated so some extra hugs. Yes. Oh, yeah. So this will name feelings. You ain't got to yes. worry about that. You ain't got to worry. Um, and then it's like once we met her need, her emotional need, which was yeah. she wanted more hugs in the day. She's like, mom, I'm not getting enough hugs. This is unhealthy. I said, thank you. Um, and just tell everybody, she's like need, nine. You're correct. Yeah. So we're not talking about a 14-year-old. We're talking about a nine-year-old. No, no, no. <laughs> 
She said, I'm jealous. I said, what are some things that could help with that? Like, yeah. what are you feeling? She was like, well, you guys are just touching him all the time and no one touches me all the time. Wow. I was like, okay, that's weird. Wow. I was like, do you mean like hugs? She was like, yeah, I'm not getting enough hugs. This is unhealthy. Yeah. So we met that need. And this is, I mean, it really just goes back to like the simplicity of us naming our feelings, pressing into pain, mm -hmm. finding healing on the other side. Mm -hmm. Once we met that emotional need, it's like she transformed. Yes. She became like mom number two. And we don't put that <laughs> pressure on her. Instead, we say, hey, you're a part of the team. You're the leader of the baby. Yeah. You're the leader of the baby and we need you and this team would not be complete without you, Dylan. Mm -hmm. She's like, I got my bucket list, mom. I'm changing a diaper today, girl. Oh. I said, okay. <laughs> Came downstairs, girl, with a list with her little check boxes. I'm like, just like Sweet. your mama, baby. Come on. Sweet. And she's just great. What can I do? Mom, I, I, I fixed the bath for him. Let me know what else I can do. Um, she feels empowered because she, yeah. her emotions are met and yeah. it's just beautiful. And it's really interesting that she expressed an emotional need that had a physical physical meeting yeah, of it. Attachment to it. That yeah, is, I know. My doctor this summer, when I went through all these, like, um, this is, I'm going through this and my body's doing this. And she says, it sounds like you need to be held. <gasps> oh, uh uh. I, said, I don't. Ma'am. <laughs> is that a medicine? I don't know. Is that some sort of. Is, that like, <laughs> is it called held off a minute? Yeah. Held off? Are you. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. You need to be held. Yes. Ooh. And and so I've had this, I've been thinking a lot about, especially our friends who aren't married currently or who are in marriages that yeah. are not physically connecting. Like yep. we are, there is a loss when someone is not 100%. hugging you and touching yep. you. And yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. So for her to say hugs is the hugs. same thing my doctor's telling me at 42 that Ooh. Dylan's identifying in herself at nine. God help us. Thank that you, Lord. Wild. Thank you, Daddy amazing. God, yeah, for revelation. Right. right. For teaching Told us what me. we don't know anytime. Don't, I, don't, don't. If you can't teach me a nine, teach me a 42. That's what okay. I say. That's what I say. Hey, friends, just taking a quick break from this conversation to tell you about another one of our amazing partners, ButcherBox. Are you like me and kind of have like certain foods and dishes that signal different seasons? I mean, I know we have all our traditional holiday food, but are there like soups or stews that help you feel cozy in the winter and salads or grilling adventures that tell you summer has arrived? Either way, ButcherBox is always in season. They'll bring delicious, high-quality meat and seafood right to your door. ButcherBox takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust by delivering 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, and pork that's raised crate-free and wild-caught seafood right to you. It's all humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones. They offer free shipping for the continental U.S. and no surprise fees, and you can choose from a variety of box plan options. Let them curate it for you or have it customized and change your plan whenever you want. With ButcherBox, you can enjoy a range of high-quality cuts that are hard to come by at the grocery store at an amazing value. You get exclusive member deals so you can save big on your favorite cuts, and the website is an actual treasure trove of recipe inspiration. There are guides and tips and hacks that you can cook up mouth-watering meals. Is there anything better in the winter than a big pot of beef stew with like potatoes and carrots and green beans? ButcherBox Steak Tips Cut Into Cubes is your perfect starting point. And I'll tell you, I just grilled like 
10 chicken thighs from Butcher Box and separated them into baggies that are all a serving size so that when I need chicken for my salad, it is already there. It's already been awesome. So get the New Year bundle for free plus $10 off when you sign up today. That's a 14-ounce pork tenderloin, two pounds of ground turkey, and four top sirloin steaks free in your first box. Sign up at butcherbox.com TSF and use the code TSF to claim this offer. And now back to finish up our conversation with Tony. Okay, so today the show is coming out on MLK Day, and you are my like Woo! first call because you personally know, yeah, a Dr. King. Bernice King. I know. <gasps> is she? Awesome? I know. For, first of all, let me just say this: Sam has been, gosh, with the King family since way before we even yeah. met, and it is. It will go down as one of the best contributions that being married to Sam has given me. <laughs> I'm You're not like, like my baby and getting to know the King family. Sure, the King family. Yeah. Okay, for so many reasons. One of the things is I grew up in Houston, Texas, very diverse. Yeah. So I grew up in diversity, progressive, like air, I mean, all the things. So when I got to Atlanta, to Georgia, yeah. in the South, in the real South, because you know Texas, we're our own country. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, when we got to the real South, and I saw all this segregation still happening and all this racism still happening, I was like, oh, freak, like, dang, is it real? Like, this is actually a real thing. And I came to Georgia like, the black people, you guys need to calm down. Like, it's really not that serious. Like, so ignorant. When I met Sam, he was like, sweet girl, let me tell you some things. Uh Meeting the King family helped me realize that there were certain things that were still going on. Yeah. But that didn't mean that there wasn't light available, reconciliation available, forgiveness available, yeah. nonviolence available. Yes. And it has been the most beautiful journey. I personally adore Dr. Bernice King because of who she is and what she stands for. But I actually personally love her very much. Her yeah. and I, uh, I just got her on this show that I'm doing with Our Daily Bread. Yeah. Um, I reached out as a personal favorite. It's like my first one that I cashed in. I was like, <laughs> hi, Bernice. I was like, can you please do this show? And I, and yeah. really what it was is two days of sitting down with her in the Coretta Scott King, her mom's suite at the CNN Center at the Omni, and sitting down and just hearing about her whole life story, things that I knew, things that I didn't know. And it just was beautiful. She is brilliant. I mean, she's brilliant. She is her dad and her mom and herself all in one. She sees the good in everyone. She's I mean, it's like, it's crazy. It's yeah. And it's beautiful because, I mean, when you really think about who Dr. Bernice is, I mean, you're talking about a little girl that, I mean, oh, man, I can see her in assassinated. her coat. Yeah, I, I can mean, see in the her picture. little bitty pea coat. Yes. We, I, I got to sit in the row that she sat in on her mom's lap with her head down mm. looking at her dad in a casket. Yes. Like, we're talking about... A little girl who saw her dad be, you know, assassinated. I mean, her grand, her grandmother in the church playing the organ, like her sister. I mean, all of these people. That's how her grandmother death. was killed in the church playing the in organ. The ch- in the church that they had the funeral services for her dad. No, right? The, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, and still we have this incredible leader who says there is good. I could cry. Yeah. I could cry. That, yeah. that I could, they're still good. Yeah. They're still good. The moral arc of just it leans towards justice. There's wow. still light. There's still reconciliation to come. And that's what you need to know about Dr. Bernice King. Yeah. Literally. Uh I just it's beautiful. Uh, I just think she is probably one of my favorite Twitter follows. Cause she doesn't oh, play gosh, around, yes. but she's also very kind. Kind of. Um, yeah. Yes. I, I think she's amazing. So what does it look like today for us to observe Martin Luther King yeah. Jr. Day well? What is, I mean, it's a day off from work. 
Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not at work. But okay. other than that, what does it look like to observe this holiday well? Well, I think it's to observe what it is. Mm. You know, it's, I mean, it's observation is not about us just like sitting back and being okay with like a day off. Observation is us doing our work to be educated, to be aware, Mm. to lean into hard conversations. I think what it looks like simply, I mean, like just, let's just do a little baby step is to get curious, Yeah, right? It's to ask questions. And I don't say that as an African-American woman that's like, do your work. I say that as an African-American woman who was once ignorant, okay, Mm. and had to do the work herself. There's a, Sam gave me this huge book. It's called Freedom. When we first started dating, he was like, I need you to read this whole thing. Wow. And it's timelines and it's beautiful. And I've taken my own personal tours of the Martin Luther King Jr. Center and the historical museum that they have that's now a national park. Yeah. Like, it's just about getting curious. Yeah. It's I, I think it's our awareness that breeds compassion. It's wow. just knowing, yeah. right? Like, just being aware that, yeah. oh, this it's really hard for people. This is really hard for institutions. This is really yeah. hard for an entire race. This is really hard for an entire gender. Yeah. Like just being aware. I think yeah. the best way that we can observe is just to be curious. Mm-hmm. Read, read a book, mm-hmm. read a book, listen read to a, a podcast yeah. on it. Yeah. A little, little blog or something. That's right. Just be aware. <laughs> That's right. Go to a little blog or something, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, our, our mutual friend, Tasha Morrison, like be the bridge. Be the bridge. Listen to be the, one episode of Be the Bridge podcast today. Like Ooh. listen to one episode. That's okay. And what a great way. Yeah, yeah. What a great way to spend when you're out walking or skiing or whatever you're doing on your day off from work. Let's also just just listen to Tasha be curious a little bit. It is an interesting thing because I feel like there are seasons in the U.S. when this is the center of the conversation. Yeah. And as a white girl, when it's the center of the conversation, I think it's worse I feel like things must be worse. Yeah, things must be worse Uh in the experience of my non-white brothers and sisters. But what I have learned is that just because we're talking about it doesn't mean it is worse. It is actually a problem all the time. There there are apexes when certain things happen in culture. 100%. Yeah. Mike Kelsey and I had to have this conversation because I was like, let's, will you come on the podcast when nothing's going on? (laughs) He's like, Annie. Hold, ma'am, ma'am, can we can we just ma'am. have a conversation? I mean, but I'm learning. I, I'm learning. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's exactly what you're saying. When we look at health, when we look at our emotions, like it's all about living a life on the offense, not the defense in every aspect. Yeah, in that's every good. aspect. Our health, like my physical body is never not an issue. But January pulls around and we're like, <laughs> oh, snap, order the Peloton, which I ordered last Thursday <gasps> anyways. Which one did you get, the bike or the tread? I got the bike. I got the bike. Okay. I got the bike. Okay. It's just time. I've had it before and I'm like, it's time. I right. need to get myself together. I've eaten cookies every night. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> you can but, do both. <laughs> I can do both. But it's not that January, my like health is such an issue. It's that it always is. That's we always want to live on the offense. We always want to make people feel compassion. We yes. always want our bodies yes. to be in healthy states. It, that's just what we're, we're yes. living on this continuum, I think. And we just have to... As Jeff Henderson says, our good friend, ride the pendulum. Yeah. Like, ride the pendulum. Yeah. We don't need to swing too far left, and we don't need to swing too far right. I'm not talking about politics. Pendulum, hello, somebody. Right, right. Um, But just right in the middle. And the middle requires us to be compassionate and curious all the time. Yes. Just like with our marriages. Yes. Okay? We want to have enough in the reserve in the bank. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it, y'all. That, That's it. That when you think about a river, the banks are easier to stand on. But the That's middle it. is where it goes deep. 
And that's Ooh, who we want to be. That, and that's where the movement is, right? The movement, the things change in the middle. On the, you can't be on no floaty no, in the shallows. No, <laughs> but it sure feels easier to stand all the way to the left or the right. And I'm not talking about a pendulum. I am actually okay. talking about politics. <laughs> it feels so, so much easy. easier. And it feels so much yeah. easier to think you have all the answers and to yeah. be on the edges. And then you go, if I swim in just a little bit, this is going to get a little bit scary because mm. it's deep. There's things I don't know. But also yep. this is where movement happens. Come on, somebody. And that's how I want to be a part of that. You Okay, here's the last thing I will say, because that, that just made my little, my little wheels are spinning. Um, the other thing that's really important, I think, when things aren't so heated and the climate of you know racial reconciliation and racial tensions aren't so high is to have people in your life already. Mm. So one, I mean, we have a very diverse friend group yeah. and that is intentional. We prayed for that. We prayed for yeah. diversity in all the different ways from relationship status to skin color, all the things. Yeah. But... When really, really hard times come, when political season rolls around, when something happens with racial reconciliation and tension in the world, it really pays off to have a community of people that you can go to that you trust, who trust you, mm -hmm. that you have compassion, that do not look like you, mm -hmm. that can be honest with you, who you can tend to, who you mm -hmm. can hold. Mm -hmm. Like it just pays off. And so I would even say in these lower quote unquote climates of, you know, of the tension to start pursuing friendship. Yes. Start being there. Start already having That's your circle great. on the offense, not the defense. That's right. You know? I mean, that is a prayer that is so easy, quote, quote, to pray. Yeah. Just to yeah. go, God, diversify my life. Diversify yeah. my life. And then be, be ready when it gets awkward and it, yeah. and it gets diverse. <laughs> let me tell you, it will get yeah, awkward. Just okay? as, it just isn't as easy. It is so much 100%. easier to only talk to people who look like you, sound like you, believe like you. 100%. But man, that and is the banks. Not interesting. And, and there's not only prayers, but there's intentionality too. Right. I went on a, a trip with Women of Welcome last year yeah. um, to the, the Mexico border. Yes. And... I mean, I was shook. As an African-American woman, I really could be like, let me just stay in my silos and say, no, we've got our own yeah. issues over here in the black community. Yeah. But I'm like, nope, there are issues with our Hispanic brothers and yeah. sisters as well. Yeah. Let me go lean into yeah. that. Our That's Asian right. brothers and sisters. I mean, it's we just all have our place to keep leaning in. And as yes. you said, to keep going towards the middle. Yes, yes. That I mean, yeah. that's that's my goal. That's what we pray for when we're adding staff. That's what we pray for when we're adding shows to the network. That's what I'm praying come for on. in my at Crosspoint and in my friendships. Like, yeah. come on, Lord. Like, we Sprinkle need people. A color yeah, in there. we need people who do not think and look and act and understand yep. the world like me. You know, yeah, that's 100%. the that's my that's my life goal. Love so it. as long as you want to keep your uh, your people diverse, you want to keep some single women in it. I'm still here. <laughs> so Listen, uh, I have so many single friends. Before I get married, hurry up. <laughs> you may want to count me in. You better ask me questions because I'm abandoning this ship as soon as possible. <laughs> Listen, uh, as soon as my I'm ASAP. Out. Okay. <laughs> I'm out. In the name of Jesus, 2023, let's Thank sprinkle you. some of that blessing. Thank you. I'd like that. some diversity in my house. Okay. <laughs> so, another gender. Another gender. I'd like to have some gender diversity in my home. That would be my hope. <laughs> That's good. We are not right. I'm red. We are not I'm right. I'm red. I am actually pink oh, and I'm sweating. Okay. So, the last question we always ask. Because yeah. the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tony Collier, what sounds fun to you? Ooh, I like to eat. Oh, girl. Listen to me. I know. That's our friendship. I believe that I am worshiping the Lord uh -huh. unto food. I mean, it is. <laughs> listen to me. When I have a good meal, I thank the Lord more than I probably thanked him for my kids. If we're just going to be 100%, <laughs> we're just going to be. <laughs> okay. Well, that burger doesn't talk I mean, back and Dylan has got some. <laughs> that's Sis, listen. Ooh, I don't even want to go. That's a whole. We need to do a parenting podcast because Lord, sis has really pushed some buttons over here. Uh -huh. Anyways, I 
I love trying new food. Yeah. Like I have good eats list. I said if ministry doesn't work out, because I know I'm about like two old fashions and a skinny dip away from losing uh -huh. it all. <laughs> like if I get canceled or anything like that, right. like I'm going to be a food vlogger. And okay. I just want you to know that. The podcast is changing. Yes. All right, it's going to go from still coloring to still eating. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like I, <laughs> this is gone. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. I love new foods. Anything? I mean, and, like and, will you try ooh. anything? Oh, I will try anything. Okay. But also, okay, what's, well, this is like another layer of the fun. Uh -huh. I love to tell, I love when people reach out to me and say, hey girl, I'm going to Colorado. Hey girl, I'm going to Chicago. Like, do you have a list? And I give them a list and they go to it and they, they're like, oh, this is, oh, I, I have the chills. It I makes chills. me so happy. It makes me so happy. It makes me so Yes. Happy. That's how so I feel. When people purpose. come to Nashville and they eat at Lady Bird Taco and they send me pictures, I'm always like, bless. This is, this bless means you. this is the best evangelist I am is for there Lady is. Bird Taco. hundred <laughs> percent. And, and guess what? I'm coming to Nashville in a couple weeks and I will try it. Yes. And I'll wait, I'll go you. with you. I'll text Why you are you coming? Why am I coming? Oh, oh better together? We are. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, okay. Good Lord. Now you know. Now you know. Yeah. I, we will not see you for better together because yeah. we'd be there all day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. Anyways. But you're coming to do podcasting. I'm coming to do podcasting. Now, okay. if I have a window, yeah. I'm Lady Bird. Where are y'all recording? I don't know. Okay. Well, you Crystal know. Payne? Oh, you're, you're, oh, you're the guest. You're not doing your not show. Not me. I'm the guest. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Well, good thing we did this over the computer when you're coming here in a couple of weeks. But oh, well. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's That's fine. okay. We'll get tacos. We'll get tacos and not record it. And That's what that people. matter. That's what people wish that we were recording. It's going to be my first vlog. It's going to yeah, be my oh, there first we go. vlog. We're going to start it. We're going to get ourselves canceled and go ahead and do our first episode. <laughs> yes. I oh don't gosh, listen. Daddy. People don't want to cancel me from Christianity because I've no. been waiting to go do some crazy right, stuff. Right, right. <laughs> oh, waiting. girl. I love you. Thank you for being on here today. I'm so grateful. Yay. You're the best. I love it. Thank you. Oh, friends, don't you love her? Isn't she the best? She is so the right guest for us today, any day. Truly, she is a blast. I mean, can you tell? Can you just tell that we cannot be controlled? The volume level goes up when Tony and I are in the same place. I just love her. Hey, be sure to grab your copy of Brave Enough to be Broken and follow her on social media so you can tell her thanks so much for being on the show. So, okay, we heard what sounds fun to Tony, and this year we are getting to hear what sounds fun to you, our listening friends. So here's what sounds fun to one of our friends who listens just like you. Okay, Kendra, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Hi, Annie. I am Kendra from San Diego. And what sounds fun to me is a reunion weekend with girlfriends. My husband is active duty military. And so at this point, all the, the many friends that I have made are stationed all over the country and the world. And it would just be so fun to get together and see them and be face to face in person and catch up on all of our life events that we haven't experienced with each other because yeah. we have only been able to do it over virtual ways. Yeah, well, thank you for your service and thank your husband for his service as well. We are so thankful. And where would y'all go? Like if you could get everybody oh, together, would you, would you do beach? Would you do mountains? Would you do a big city? So I think we are all Navy. Most of us are Navy spouses. Our husbands are in the Navy. So I think we're often near the water. Yes. So I think it would be fun. <laughs> I think it would be fun to go somewhere to the mountains and yes. um, just, you know, s somewhere that's quiet and cozy and that we can just be together without a lot of the outside noise that yes. we usually are around with our families and our husband's careers and things like that. Yes, that is a very good answer. And mountains with the girlfriends, it's the best. Right? It's the best. Yeah, so much chips and queso. Fun. So much chips and queso. <laughs> Maybe a little guac too. Yeah, girl. That's exactly right. 
Oh, I love it. That is so fun. Okay, if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. And today, what sounds fun to me, my agent gets to town, my literary agent, Lisa, and we are going to a fancy dinner tonight. And I love a good experience. So that is what sounds fun to me. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with another one of our favorites. I mean, we are stacking the beginning of this year with some of the best of the best. Y'all, Mike Donahue is going to be back with us. Y'all are going to love this one. So we'll see you then. Y'all have a great week. 